Hello, and welcome to Declassified Survival Guide, the podcast where we recap one of your favorite throwback shows, share some painful and yet embarrassing stories of our own, and give you some tips for surviving adulthood. I'm Jalen. And I'm Tommy. How you doing today, Tommy? I'm good. I feel like it's our first day as well, and I'm here in my nice pink sweater ready to meet some friends. Yes. So I was a big like first day outfit girl, but I feel like none of my first day outfits were very cute. Were you like, uh, did you do like the photo with like the chalkboard that was like, this is year six? So I was, that wasn't like popular, I feel like until we were older, but I feel like I would have, like if that was an option, my mom definitely would have had me taken like chalkboard first day of school photos. Yeah, I think we had photos. We didn't do like the chalkboard, but I think, at a, I, you know, I have four brothers. So I think at a certain point, my mom was just like, all right, there's enough of you. We're done with this. Pack it up. Pack it yeah, up. I've, I've done it for the first two. You know what? I like, can't do anymore. That's honestly how my mom approached my youngest brother. Like there's photo albums, plural of me. And then Jason gets like, yeah, a couple smatterings of photos. Yeah. I think I think Ned was a photo. I, I think Ned's parents would have of gave him a chalkboard. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They gotta be. Because I can't remember. Does Ned have any siblings? We never see him. He's got only child energy. Like the fact that he's like real clingy with his friends. Yeah, let's get into this episode. So we have a double of first day and lockers. Yeah. And uh yeah, overall, my overall thoughts. I enjoy this. I, it's funny going back. Like it feels like I'm back in 2000s. Yes. Yes. Especially um, that like opening tip about not overstuffing your backpack. Like I immediately thought about the rolling backpack era. Were you a rolling backpack guy? <laughs> I was not. I was a regular backpack, but I was like, a, I wear my things out until they're like, out like if i wear shoes there has to be holes all the way through Mm. them until i throw them out so my backpacks were like until they were broken i will use this backpack Mm. middle school me i did have a rolly backpack and then i moved and i learned that that was not cool or hip to do so i like i had to get rid of the rolly backpack but you know over stuff in the backpack it was not good for your shoulders not good for your spine no i will say like i feel like i did at times but that being said i grew up in the north where it was very cold and so you had to pack sneakers and you had to pack all this extra stuff on top of your books mm-hmm. yeah no we didn't really have books like our books a lot of our books we had like two sets of so you had like one at home and then there was like a class set and i was in california so we were not needing to like change our shoes so i don't even know what i was carrying <laughs> your snacks maybe like <laughs> maybe. some cds <laughs> Yeah, there was a girl at my high school who we not so very nicely called backpack girl. And that's who this kid in this opening scene reminds me of. Because she had this huge orange like rolling backpack, but she never rolled it. She would carry it on her back and she ran to class, ran up and down the halls. And it was like, she had books for classes that she wasn't taking. Like this was a homegirl looked like she was going camping. She was going to be on the amazing race. Like it was enormous. Good thing. uh, Good thing. Sweeney wasn't there with his radar. She would have got caught. Oh, she 100% would have gotten caught. That, that was a full run 
not a fast walk. Yeah. So we get into it and we get an intro. I love this intro. Like I remember this intro, the intro slaps almost as good as our intro. Most. Yeah. But we get an intro, we get, we see some of the characters and, and going into it, I remembered who I liked out of the core. I was a cookie guy. I think he <laughs> he was my vibe, like just extra. Everything was like done to the max. That's who I am. And then my side character was Coconut Head. I loved Coconut Head. <laughs> you look like you would love Coconut Head. <laughs> I showed my girlfriend Rebecca a photo of me in high school the other day, and my hair. I didn't. My hair looks like someone just took scissors and like oh, jagged. No. Like I might have been Coconut Head. Oh no. Man, Coconut Head is iconic though. Like for a side character, he is top notch. I feel like when I was younger watching it, I like really wanted to be like Ned. And because like I wasn't necessarily like nerdy like Cookie, but I was like, mm, I don't feel like I'm like Moe's either. I feel like I want to I wanted to have main character energy. Yeah, I get that. I, I see the main character energy. Like Ned was the the hero of his story. He was leading everything. I, I can see that from you. Yeah, but my favorite side character. Oh gosh, I forget what her like full name. The future lawyer. Claire Sawyer, future lawyer. Yes, Claire Sawyer, future lawyer is it. She it- is. And we see her in this episode. Like, I'm surprised how many side characters I remember that are like introduced from the bat. Yeah. Yeah. And we get it. So after the intro, we get introduced to Ned. Um, He really, he walks in, talks about being ready or not. Like you said, the overstuffed backpack with backpack kid uh, who we see uh, come, come back a couple more times. And then we get some tips. So, so tip six, eight, three point four and I, I never paid attention to the numbers but there's some wacky numbers i thought the same thing because in my mind i was like this must be tip one and then i was like oh i guess this is uh 683.4 like what's rule 683 then yeah i have no idea it must have to do the, the rule is over don't overstuff your backpack of course just don't do it avoid it i agree yeah and then he says you don't want to look like a turtle which like honestly i like turtles though yeah, I, we have talked about your love of turtles. I, like I said, in middle school, I was a backpack girl. By high school, I was a purse girl. I was a tote bag girl. Cause that's what the cool girls did. Do you remember when the satchel, like the the men's satchel, became a thing? Oh, oh, hundred percent. I was a messenger bag girl in fifth grade. You know the crossbody action. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that was a college thing that somehow trickled down into the schools, the middle schools. And you were like, oh, yeah, now I look cool with this. Like, I'm ready to deliver mail. <laughs> I don't know if this happened to you, but I feel like there's a point in our childhood, at least in California, where the news was very concerned about backpack safety. No, you're right. They were like, your shoulders. We need to protect those shoulders. <laughs> yeah, they were like, these messenger bags aren't good because of the unequal weight distribution. I remember that. You're right. Uh, this The backpack, I mean, it's funny that they really did. I was weirded out why they focused so much on this backpack, but I bet you it was like a big deal at the time of like, no, we need to make sure these kids are not overstuffing. their backpacks. Yeah, and then we get into hair. One of the tips is, New do two weeks early. That way you can grow into it. Yes. And then don't don't have that mom do the coconut head. And I love he just he's in there for two seconds. He cries off and then goes off like yes, coconut head. Yeah. Get your money, coconut head. Live your best life, Get coconut head. 
And then we get the bullies. They chase, you know, we see Loomer and a couple of the bullies. They chase off Coconut Head, leading us into <laughs> good old Cookie. We get introduced to Cookie with his heavy coat. Avoid the heavy coat. It's still summertime in September. Okay, I don't know if you had this struggle, but California had this struggle in September where it's chilly in the morning and then hot in the afternoon. So, like, I don't fully blame Cookie for this coat. I grew up in Western, Western New York. It was always cold. So, like, <laughs> we were wearing this coat. Like, this coat was... Coat 24-7. Yeah, so... So this tip wouldn't have helped me. I, I mean, I wouldn't wear it in school. Like you take the coat off, you put it in your locker. You don't wear the coat the entire day. Like Cookie, I don't know what you're doing here. Yeah, see, we didn't have options and that was the danger of the coat. So I really identify with Cookie having to wear this coat all day. For, uh, that's true. But for his reasoning that the ladies like the coat. He could have styled the coat better before the 2000, that red puffy coat could have been a moment. It could have been. Well, there was, there was, I will say there was one girl that did like the coat. She did like the coat. She, if like, if he had unzipped it and had like a little white tee underneath with some jeans. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And they, they start checking their schedules. They have all the classes together, except for gym. They don't have gym together. I feel like this is where we differ. I think I grew up with 60 kids in my graduating class. So you had a class with almost everyone at some point and you kind of could hang out with your friends. So it was never an issue of like, oh, I won't see my friends in school. Mm, yeah, no, I had 2,400 kids at my high school. So there were about 400 people in my graduating class, 450. And so we did have to have that like struggle of like, when am I going to see my friends? And there were two lunch periods. So like that was also the big drama is like, are we going to have the same lunch period? I don't remember if we had the same lunch period. <laughs> I think different grades did, but I think everyone um, in the same grade had the same lunch period. Nah, team lunch be for life. And then we have the rule, stay together with electives. I don't think I had electives until high school. I don't think we did electives in middle school. Oh, we had middle school electives and our middle school electives were lit. Like my middle school electives were better than my high school electives. What was the best middle school elective? Um, so I had, we had this elective called Tech Lab. And so it was like modular. So like every, everyone had a partner. And then like every 10 weeks you did a different like tech thing. So like we learned about like suspension and engineering and then built bridges out of like popsicle sticks. Or we learned about weather and like our project was we had to do like meteorology and predict the weather for the next seven days. We learned about like aerodynamics and like built a little wooden race car. And so you have to do lots of like really cool hands-on stuff and learn about like different career things. No, that's cool. See, ours were, I feel like our, we had just basic like course. Like a high school, we started to get into more like TV production and like mm. oh, green. Man, oh, TV production. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, my school was like, TV, we had a greenhouse. Like my school was oh. like, my school was the most like country school that just somehow had tons of money because a bunch of people from Florida would move up north for the summer. So we would get their taxes interesting so we just had tons of money but the kids were like we're not used to this like why why do we have a greenhouse like we don't know how this works <laughs> uh but we do get introduced to the third member of our big three Mose. she tells the boys she lays down the law she says i want to meet more friends who are girls i i i'm listen i love you guys but i need to go spread my wings yeah 
No, I relate to, so like adult me relates to Moe's so hard. Cause like that was honestly, like looking back a conversation that I had to have with my friends. So essentially my whole friend group was all gay men. And I was like, oh, I love you, but I would like to meet some women. I would like to be friends with other girls. Yeah. For me, I feel like I never had a group. I feel like everyone felt good with me in school, but I was not, I never had like a group. It was like, well, Tommy's cool, I guess. Like yeah. he can be around. <laughs> I had a very tight group. We had a name. Oh, not the big three, right? It was, like it was a- not the big three and it, it was not a good name, but maybe that, that is a story for another day. Yes. <laughs> Yes, moving on. Ned and Cookie are like, yeah, we get it. You're you're scared of our extreme manliness. Okay, step one. What manliness from Rage. Ned and Cookie? Right. Step two. I don't think Moses terrified of you guys. <laughs> like of the three of them, I feel like Moses is the one who could really handle her business. Like if I had to fight somebody, I'm not fighting Moses. Yeah, no, I, I love Moe's and they really make her a better character as it goes on. I was reading something the other day. She was saying the director for this was kind of intense. And you can tell in this scene, she doesn't blink. Her eyes are like, she, she's like, yeah, I was just like not feeling it at all. And she's like, I hate watching back that scene for Moe's. And then we get the boys are like cool with it at first. And then they imagine if they took our class and then Loomer shows up and starts bullying them. So they try to switch classes, mm-hmm. which like we get into, it's never really explained how Cookie's a cyborg, how he has access to all these computers in the school. Right. Like, but he has that level of access and uses them to change electives all the time. Yeah. I feel like I would do so many other things, but also like that's so much power that he never gets caught for it. No one ever yells at him. Never is caught, but also he doesn't need it. Like clearly Moe's changes electives throughout the episode and she just like goes to an office and goes to talk to someone. It's like just laziness. It's just like, he doesn't want to walk to the office. He's like, cool, I can do this for my locker. (laughs) I also like when he sits, like there's like the computer. When he sit on the the, like giant computer on his waist? Maybe, I don't know. He's got, he's got a lot going on. I do remember as a kid, though, I thought it was so cool. I was like, I want to be a cyborg like Cookie. <laughs> My brain just like completely blocked that memory of him having this like, you know, Google glasses moment going on. And I was like, oh, I forgot this existed. Yeah, it was ahead of its time. But we see him switch the classes. And I wanted to stop down on this. I was really, you know, obviously in this, I'm paying attention. The last names on that class list. Let me just read some for you. <laughs> Like, whoever was doing this just had fun. Otterbacher. Eek. <laughs> Done. No, Freeman, which makes me feel like at this point, the person's like, I just need to get out of here. <laughs> right. They're just like typing up names. <laughs> yeah. Goody. <laughs> Hand, Ippy, Kroll, and Lunkin. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. My best friend, Mike, Mike Goody, you know? Like, what? Like, why would you not be like Johnson Smith? <laughs> yeah, like the, any generic name. Instead, they went, uh, cool, let's just make random. Like, they probably were looking around the office and they're like, well, I have a hand. Hand. Yeah, hand. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's my favorite one. <laughs> Eek and Dunn, but because Dunn just spelled D-U-N. It's just like... How do you 
two in. <laughs> so then we find out that they can't switch after 250. So they have till 215. So they can't let Moe's know. They have to keep it hush hush and then everything will be perfect. They'll be in class with Moe's. And this is where you start to see Ned's cleanliness, as you pointed out. It's creepy. It's weird. Like, bruh, if you have to secretly plot to spend time with your friend too much. Yep. Too much. She set a clear boundary and was like, look, down to hang with y'all. I would like a separate elective. And they were like, no. Yeah, there needs to be tr- time with her. There needs to be trust there. Like, trust Moe's. And, uh, you know, obviously she's going to find out. And we see that in this lunch period where poor Cookie... First of all, I love the sweat on this because it's so clear that it was just like, like <laughs> yes, and and poor Cookie can't eat his hot dog. He's <laughs> struggling right now, and he lets slip that he's like, I don't worry about this hot dog. We have cooking. I can eat during cooking. Which, if you can't eat this hot dog, how are you going to be able to eat the food in cooking? Right, right. Like, what? How are the mechanics of this going to work? Also, how are you going to cook? Cookie, Cookie has, I don't think he's thinking that far ahead. No, clearly. Yeah. And we get Moses obviously very upset about this. This is such a breach <laughs> of everything. Be creepy. And Ned, Ned fires back. He's like, it's a rule. And then Mo says, well, maybe the guide is wrong. Cause he's like, you know, it's in the guide. It can't be, you know, you have to do it. And she's like, well, maybe the guide's wrong. And she, she walks off and we see Lisa walk up. And says, Lisa's like, I like your coat. <laughs> <laughs> but also, if you remember at the top of the episode, like Ned was like, this was your rule. You were the one that made it up for us to have the same elective. If she made the rule, she can get rid of the rule. It's her rule. Yeah. Rules adapt. You have to be flexible. Things change. Right. Yeah. And then, yeah. So we see Lisa for the first time pining over a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> like, love Lisa, but a little creepy. A little creepy. Lisa's just trying to make friends. I know. I forgot this was her first date. I didn't realize she was new when this episode. But we get Moe's walking out of Woodshop. So she, you know, and clearly I knew this. Like, I remember as a kid, I knew this. I'm like, she's not joining Woodshop. She's she's tricking them. What a little fake out. Yeah. So they're watching and they go to switch classes. Class is full. So they go to get teacher approval. And we see good old Mr. Chopsaw. Chopsaw. And the teachers in this, I mean, all the characters are so unique in Nets. Yes. And and Chopsaw is no different. He's amazing. With his fake thumb. Yeah. Like, imagine if a teacher just started hammering his hand because he knows that it doesn't hurt him and it'll freak you out. I feel like my teachers would have done that. Like, if any of them had prosthetic fingers, that totally would have been a thing. Yeah, I, I don't, I would like to think my teachers want to do that, but like, I feel like I would. If I did it, like, <laughs> you have one thing. You have one thing that makes you cool. <laughs> I don't know if we have the same definition of cool. You don't think a wooden hand is cool? No, not at all. I would put different things in it. Like, I would, like, like one day it would be a hook, and then another day it would be, like, a corn dog. And <laughs> I'd have, like, no. a corn dog hand. I saw this guy on TikTok that has, like, a, it's like a robotic hand, and his voice activated. So you can tell it to open and close. Is that cooler than a wooden hand? Absolutely. Except he was uh, opening the microwave and then the battery died. Oh, no. So his hand's just stuck in the microwave? <laughs> yeah. So he had, like, had it wrapped around the handle and then it was just dead. Poor robotic hand. 
In a robotic hand. He's still there to this day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so we get the, the boys do get the approval after like talking about how much Woodshop is about conquering fear. Right, and, they love it. Yeah, and Cookie clearly is conquering. Like, no question, Cookie's <laughs> in because he, any man with a with a heavy coat is, is clearly insane. Hey, he's ready for the wilderness. Ned is not. Yep, and uh, we find out that Moe's tricked them. You know, if I'm Moe's, I, I don't know if I would tell them ahead of time. I guess there's only 30 seconds left. Right, right. But if you know your friend has these bionic super glasses that can hack the school's mainframe, like... Yeah. Yeah, so we see them try to hack, but Cookie is dying here. They have him bungeed up against the locker. There's Which sweat. we did not get. Like, what was the bungee supposed to assist? Nothing. I guess him standing, he's like dying so much that he, he can't stand. But can't he use the technology laying on the ground? You would think something. Yeah. yeah, no idea. And they don't know what class it is, but they find out quickly that it is uh, life science. And they go to switch. <laughs> Cookie's dying from heat. So, so Ned throws water on him, which like... Did any get in his mouth? Well, he, at the end, he starts to squirt directly in his mouth, but like Ned Baby start there. Yeah. Instead of just the yeah. all over the face and torso action. Because now Cookie can't see anything. And luckily he is able to delete people off the list and they get into life science. Everything is great. They're going to be in life science with Moe's. Everything's perfect. Except it's not. Except it's not. And they, of course, because they have to, they switch out Moe's. So now they're in life science with Mr. Monroe, who I remember Mr. Monroe. I love the baby dolls. I'm a huge fan of babies dolls. As we know, as we know. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. I was like, I forgot the baby dolls. And I was like, oh yes, we're going to get a whole season of baby dolls, baby. Yeah. Okay. But did you have those like dolls at your high school or your middle school? I think we did. I never took that class. Oh, it was a part of our just like standard health class. But we had two types of babies. So there was like, if you were in health, you got one that just cried every so often. And there was just a quiet button on the back. And you just press the quiet button and the baby stops crying. But then if you were in some other class, I can't remember what class it was. You got like the advanced doll that you had to like rock. It came with a car seat. There was like a little bracelet that you had to do. You had to change its diapers and like feed it. Yeah, I always wanted to do it. I think the most I did was the egg. Like I think we got the egg, which is you just put it up on a shelf for the weekend. Like you're fine. No, we did. We did not have eggs. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, I think we did the egg thing where it's like, all right, take care of this egg. If it cracks, you fail. And it's like, okay, I put it on the table. It's fine. (laughs) Great. Problem solved. I put it in the fridge with its friends. Yeah. The baby dolls are are great. I think it's I think it's a good technique maybe to raise family. I don't have a family. So like I really am not a good judge of this, but I'm giving approval on the baby dolls in school. I think I would downvote the baby dolls because they, they just cry. All it teaches you is that crying is annoying and real babies don't have quiet buttons. You can't just be like, boop. Should we put <laughs> quiet buttons in real babies? You know, isn't that what the coronavirus vaccine is for? That's the, that's the quiet button. Boop. <laughs> yeah. We had, so my world geography teacher got so frustrated by my friend's crying baby in class 
but he literally took it and duct taped it to the whiteboard. Which I don't think is a good parenting technique, but he was so annoyed. Yeah, that's okay. So maybe I am, I, you know, I never experienced a crying baby. So maybe, maybe I wouldn't like it as much, but we do find out that Ned and Cookie are the alternate family because there's, there's too many boys, which is surprising that there's more boys than girls. And I mean, I guess that's because they switched them Even in. But. Still, I wouldn't expect it to be like a 50, 50 sort of deal. I also think it's strange that this class is called life science. Yeah. I feel like it would have been health or maybe like I, th- I thought it would be like maybe home ec maybe yeah or like we had a class like that but it was like life skills not like yeah life science is a class that i took about like evolution and biology yeah know? that sounds way too advanced for they literally just do babies i never see them do another subject in this class <laughs> just the babies i thought it was interesting though for the like time that this episode came out that they called it the alternative family I was going to talk about, yeah, I was going to mention that. That's interesting. Like, interesting one that they threw it in at all, because they had the option to just be like, oh, okay, no, this is fine. We have an even number or whatever. But they, yeah. like, intentionally had to be like, no, we are going to have a baby that has two dads. We're going to call it the alternative family. Yeah, it's like they, like, stepped in it. Like, they stepped in the right direction, but then they're like, well, we still need to, like, we're just going to call it alternative. Right. We, we'll dip our toe in the pool, but we don't want Christian parents coming for us. But yeah. Old move for an episode one. And, you know, and we'll see when we keep watching. I think they do a good job of, like, not making it too jokey that they're like, oh, two dads, you know, parents. I think they do a good job. I hope. Uh, and we'll see. We'll see as it continues. But we do see Cookie pass out. <laughs> and then we go to workshop. Moses <laughs> loving workshop. But she's just literally like, they're like, oh, I'm so she's good at this. She's cranking a handle. <laughs> she's just cranking a handle. And Chop Saw is so excited to have a girl in the class. He puts his hand down. Poor Moses puts, puts a drill right through his hand. And at first I thought it was a bit. Like I thought he was tricking her like he did with cookie and ned and then it was like oh oh no yeah i don't think that ever happened in my school no we also didn't have woodshop we didn't have a woodshop either yeah like none of these electives they have were options like there was no like art well we had ceramics but we didn't have like an art class oh we had art class but we didn't have i think woodshop is an older generation thing that slowly widow that because no one really does woodwork anymore it's a great <laughs> art <laughs> right like super cool when are you going to need to do some woodworking maybe to build a birdhouse you could also just buy those you can that's buy- true that's <laughs> true and we see both Chopsaw and cookie are being taken to the ambulance and they make like some funny jokes about cutting it off and Chopsaw's worried it's <laughs> hand but it's the coat which cookie's heartbroken that his coat is going to get destroyed <laughs> At times, I'm telling you, if only he left it unzipped. Yep. And I will say, I think the person that's really going to be the most upset is Mama Cookie because that coat does not look cheap. No, no, those were down feathers, baby. Yeah. Like he wasted it for no reason. If he just took it off, I don't even know why he was wearing it. It looked sunny that whole day. The ladies let a coat. You're right. You're right. I forgot about the ladies. (laughs) And we get. Ned has decided that it's okay. He is now 
out of the kindness of his heart, decided that it is okay that Moses is in another elective, even though he has no choice at this point. And he's right. like, friendship will survive. He's like, it's okay, I guess. I only tried to follow you to three different electives today and spent my entire day tracking you down, even yeah. though I know that you set a boundary and you did not want me in this class with you. Yeah, I... I Overall, I guess it ended well. I liked the first episode, though. I think it set up the humor. It set up the characters well for the first part of this. And I think it honestly led into the second episode well. Of Like, we get introduced to Lisa, and that becomes, like, a big plot in the second part. And mm-hmm. I think that I enjoyed it. Do you have a tip for part one? Yes. So your adulting version of first day tips if you are a job searcher, you're trying to get a new job, you've gotten a new job, instead of sending thank you cards to everyone after your interview on your first day, write thank you cards to your new team to talk to them about how excited you are to join them. Like that leaves a much more lasting impression than doing just like a thank you card at the end of the interview or they're like, I don't know if we're going to hire Tommy versus if, like, if somebody wrote you a card on their first day of work and was like so excited to work with you, Tommy. I would like that. I would feel special. Yeah, I like that. I like that tip. And that leads us into lockers. <laughs> I was a big locker guy. I liked lockers. But I'll tell you, we needed bigger lockers because they expected us to fit our coats in there, our boots in there. And, and there was no room in these lockers. So I have a locker confession. Until I was in college, I thought lockers were fake. Like, I did not think <laughs> these were a real life thing that existed. I thought they were just on TV. So you never had a locker in elementary school, middle school, none of it? We had PE lockers. Okay. But like lockers in a hallway where you put your books or your backpack, like a place that you like decorate and go back to between classes. No. Where did you put your books? In your backpack. (laughs) And you just carry your backpack to everything? Yeah. Or we, like I said, at the beginning, we had like two sets. So you would have like a book for home and then like a set of 20 books in the class. And you would just like use those. But yeah, they're, they're, they're not lockers typically in California. Okay. Well, we'll teach you all about lockers. They were fun that you could decorate them. Some people would like, I remember it got intense sometimes. Like people would sell snacks out of their lockers sometimes. Like people would start businesses. See, we have businesses out of our backpacks. Shout out to my friend Roman who made a living selling candy bars for a dollar. Really? You just got to hustle even at a young age. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he was making good money. I must've bought uh a hershey's cookies and cream or a snickers or a kit kat from that man like every day he was selling out yeah no it's smart i mean i have teachers that would do that like snacks snacks and teachers yeah there'd be teachers that would be like all right i'm setting up a snack shop if you want snacks come give me money i don't think you're supposed to do it happened i don't listen a lot of my teachers did like you know I, we'll get into i don't want to use up all my stories but like there was punishments that some of the teachers did that i'm like it, nothing's like it was like all right they like put some kid in a store like in a closet once when they were what? yeah i'm telling you this is cool <laughs> it was like cool you've been misbehaving go in the closet i have questions i have comments i have concerns if you wanted a pencil you had to give them your shoe 
So you wouldn't so you wouldn't steal their pencil because you need your shoe back. There's only 60 of y'all. How many pencils could that be stolen? So many. They pencils. got money, they side hustling snacks to kids. You're right. You're right. But at the time it made sense. <laughs> what they need to be concerned about is avoiding these lawsuits for putting kids in the storage closet. What the fuck is this? Matilda? We putting kids in the chokey now? I think they left it open at least. <laughs> at least. <laughs> well, <laughs> before I get my school shut down. So we talk about lockers, the you know, Ned's Ned's going through his whole speech. He's talking about how lockers is the first place you go to. It's like it's your home away from home. We see the weasel for the first time. We yes. see baby in the locker, which maybe not safe. And I be mean, nice to your neighbors. Yoki school was putting kids in the closet. <laughs> They're right. just I, prepping the baby for the future. I have no room to talk. Yeah, they're just they're like, hey, baby, this is what's going to happen. Get in that locker. <laughs> and yeah, so Ned says, be nice to your neighbors because you're, you're going to be with them forever, which is good advice. Like, be nice to your neighbors. And Ned finds out that his locker mate is Timmy Tutu. Tutu. I love Timmy Tutu. <laughs> Timmy Tutu clearly is a farter and he's proud of it like yeah. he's got his own little sound effects yeah they they get into his backstory later on i believe in in more episodes but yeah he's uh two toots and people now think that ned is is a farter his nickname is now fart boy which is a significantly worse nickname than tutu yeah tutu like it makes sense that's his noise that's his sound effects it's out of respect Fart boy is not out of respect. No, no. And like toot toot is like catchy. Yeah. And then we get to, so that's one storyline. We get the toot toot uh, Ned storyline. We get Moe's trying to compete with, and, and a new introduction, Susie Crabgrass is trying to compete with Susie to impress girls with her locker. It's a strategy. I feel like there's many other ways to impress girls, like to be your friend. True. I don't know if, if like middle school me... Like, I understand where most was coming from. Like, maybe if I could just be the best, people will flock to me. Gotta yeah, establish that... dominance. No, you're right. And, and like, we had like the locker does speak a lot. Listen, if you're making snacks out of your locker, people are coming to you. <laughs> that snack locker, those ding dongs. Yeah. But then we get our last plot. Oh, then we see Lisa creeping on Cookie uh, again. And the last plot is Cookie. His locker is on the other side of the universe. And I'm glad they showed, they, they had the time and the budget to show us Earth, show us the universe and where Cookie's locker is. Yes, I died. Yep. And he can't get to gym class. Dirk, Dirk says if he, if he misses gym class, if he's late to gym class, he's going to fail. As he should. Yeah. So he's running and we get two commentators, Van yeah. Wright and William. I remember, again, these are like certain things I do remember. And I remember these two commentating on Cookie running to class. And we get first introduction of Sweeney, who gets his little radar gun out uh, running. He can't run in in the halls. Uh, One of my students, her mom was a collegiate race walker. Oh. You got to squeeze your butt if you ever need to go anywhere quickly. If you're walking, if you squeeze those cheeks, you will immediately pick up the pace. Probably good for posture. Mm-hmm. Get the arms pumping, squeeze the cheeks. I'm trying it now. 
as sitting. <laughs> Do you think? I wonder if it would have got past Sweeney's radar. Also, a school has a budget for a radar gun, or is this out of Sweeney's pocket? Do you think this is him charging mm. snacks? He's charging people for snacks and he's using that money to buy the radar gun. So this school has some nice things. So I would not be surprised if they had radar gun money. Like they've got a cooking class. They got this art class. They got woodshop money. So I wouldn't be surprised. But Sweeney is also someone who does the most. So I also would not be surprised if he funded his own radar gun. Yeah, my prediction is snack money. He he sold snacks to <laughs> students. But we get that Dirk is yelling at Cookie. We see Dirk for the first time. Um, I liked her. I, 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 she yells a lot. <laughs> <laughs> she, she really loves torturing. Like she's nice to students sometimes. And then other times she really loves torturing students. Me too. Me too, Dirk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the kinship. And then we see Gordy. And I, I think this is the last new character we see in this episode, but yeah, we see Gordy. Oh, except for Claire Sawyer. I'm so sorry, Claire. Claire Sawyer, future lawyer. My girl, she's a boss. <laughs> but we see Gordy. I loved Gordy too. He's just like, if I was going to be a janitor, I like part of me wanted to be a janitor just to be like Gordy. <laughs> you would be a great janitor, Tommy. And Gordy's looking for the weasel, which continues throughout the whole series, as he is looking for this darn weasel. <laughs> Moving on, we see Susie and Moe's. They do a quick catch-up on them. They do a stuffed kitties competition. Which is a lot. Lots of lots of kitties. I personally would not be swayed by a stuffed kitty. I don't know what middle school me would have been into in someone else's locker, but definitely not a stuffed kitty. Yeah, I mean, also, like, people have to remember that, like, locker time isn't that long. How much time do you have to spend with, you know, like, hugging the kitty, the, the, the stuffed animal, and then... Then you have to get to your own locker, get your own books. Right. Maybe your locker is by Cookie's locker. At the end of the universe. <laughs> yeah, so we see Susie wins because she, she has a poster board with stuffed, <laughs> stuffed animals on it. So clearly she wins. And Ned's new strategy is to put air fresheners on Timmy Tutu's belt. It doesn't work. <laughs> He's got a powerful tooth, that kid. <laughs> air fresheners go everywhere. <laughs> and uh, Loomer shows up. Continues being called fart boy. A shame. Poor Timmy. Poor Ned. Poor everyone involved. (laughs) I mean, not poor Timmy. Timmy knows what he's about. He knows his brand. He's like, listen, these air fresheners ain't going to do it for me. Timmy, to me, is chaotic neutral. Like, he knows he's causing pain, but he doesn't. It's not like he's targeting specific people. He's just going to let it rip. He's just letting living right. his best life. Right. And he told you it's coming and gave you a warning. Yep. Walked away. Yeah. Would you rather have the toot toot warning or would you rather have like the silent but deadly where it's like you don't know? Mm-hmm. I honestly don't think silent but deadly because I like if you have enough time to give me a toot toot warning, you had enough time to walk away. You yeah. have enough time to get some distance between us. Yeah, I feel like I was, uh, if I ever had it where I could, it was uncontrollable gas, I would try to scoot as quickly as I can as, so I would be as far away from people because I never wanted to right. be found out. Right, do that discreetly. Yeah. We see Ned put up a ad for a new locker and we see Lisa creeping on it. He loves the creep. And <laughs> Cookie still needing to be on time is asking for help and this is where we get some advice from ned we get some tips tip 625a is sit close to the door 
for fast getaway, mm-hmm. which is smart, which is smart. I didn't have the traffic jam as much, which, you know, avoid the, the post bell door jam. I didn't have that issue really, but. Yeah, we didn't really have that. And the way, now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like a lot of my seats were closer to the door than yeah. the window. I mean, it really just depends. I don't think I ever was like a super particular about where I sat, but I did do the one turn. The, the one turn locker thing combo. Oh, I never did that. I never did that. And I was like, uh, smart. Yeah, no, I wasn't one. Mostly because it wasn't because I wanted to be faster. It was mostly just like, I was always thinking of ways to like game future things. And so I was like, well, future Tommy will really like that I did this. Good job, future Tommy. <laughs> it's the same amount of effort for me, but future me does slightly less. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He'll be happy about that in the future. And then the other tip is the fast walk. But unfortunately, Sweeney's a crazy person. And the fast walk is too much. Too much. No cheat clenching around him. Yeah, no, no, no. Your friend's mom will not be able to fast walk past Sweeney. And then that is no more tips. And we, we go on to Susie and Susie's offering free kitties. Now she's just giving them out. Right. <laughs> we get um Moe's Moses new strategy is a very shiny locker. I, again, I don't think that's going to sell me. I'm going to be honest. I would be sold with the shiny locker over the kittens. But the fire hazard. You're not wrong, but the animal cruelty. Yeah. No, you're right. I just think the shiny locker, yes, it's good for, for a one day by day five of the shiny locker, as the person with it, I'm over it. Like, I'm over this shiny locker. Oh, she had little diamonds. It was a vibe for me. Okay. Uh, you know, you can have the shiny locker. I'll take the stuffed animals. Hi, right, uh, Susie. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, we see that at the end of the day, Moe's got distracted by Susie and wasn't even doing what her original goal was, which was to make friends. Now it just became a competition. Yeah. And it's hard. We love competitions. You know, you get sucked up into them. You forget about making friends. And soon you're going to have shiny lockers and, and stuffed animals galore. That, I mean, that was the real lesson there. Just don't be too busy, busy trying to compete with other people and outdo other people. Yeah. Because you don't make yep. no friends. Yep. And it doesn't last long because then Gordy, <laughs> they just throw him in here. Gordy <laughs> comes running through like a madman chasing after the weasel, runs into her locker, destroys school property. Which, how cheap are these lockers that like <laughs> doors just come off the hinges? Yeah. I have so many questions about like that just slamming a locker destroyed it. So now Moe's needs a new locker because it's, it's destroyed. It's over. Yeah, I love how much they put into that. Like it drops and then everything goes on fire. Like everything's like, <laughs> yeah. like shutting off. Yeah, it was great. And Gordy lets Ned know that he has a new locker for him. It's in his office. I don't know if I'd want to be in the janitor's office. Okay, can we talk about the fact that that in any other context is real fucking creepy? Like if a janitor were to approach a student and be like, hey, I got a new locker for you. It would be. You want to come in my closet between periods every day? Like, what? Yeah, and not the closet that the teachers stuff children in. <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> yeah, not the same closet. 
<laughs> no, it is. It is weird. And like, I'm glad this like was a very quick, like, yeah, this is not a good idea because Gordy goes crazy about Weasel and kicks Ned out. Honestly, the scene, I'm like, why was this scene in here? <laughs> like, it was very quick. Who knows? They, they were wanting more Weasel action, more Gordy action. Yes. But we do get introduced to your favorite, Claire Sawyer, future, future lawyer. lawyer. <laughs> uh, she's thriving. She's offering Lisa's locker to Ned and they have a deal. And Ned brings Gordy, who happened to go to law school, but now he's now he's a, a janitor. I'm sure he's not alone in that. Yeah, no, honestly, there's probably that sounds about right. And they get presented with a deal by Lisa and Claire. And basically, Lisa can't smell; she can't do a lot. So Timmy Tutu won't bother her. All she asks is to be able to sit with them at lunch and to have a date with Cookie. Which you know. He, he's clearly interested in getting some lady friends. Feels like it could be a win-win for him. Yeah, I didn't like how Cookie was kind of like unopposed. Like I get, you know, Lisa Lisa at this point, you know, she's she's a work in progress, but she's still, it's a heart inside. It's a heart inside. And like, she is a boss for putting herself out there at such a young age, multiple times. Yes. Like, I was like mortified to tell my crushes that I like them. She rolls up on day one, shoots her shot, comes back again. And it's like, look, I want to go on a date with you. Yeah. Respect. I have issues with Cookie with the whole Lisa thing is I really think he does her dirty so many times where it's like, he's so fascinated with like the vanity of things, which I get like middle school boys. Like that's like, it's like, it's, it happens, but it's like, he's like, there's multiple times where it's like he's always shooting a shot so high and I'm like honey like cookie bring it bring it down bring it down or step yourself up you know yes. and again like shoot your shot like get you know respect being bold but also like sometimes look in front of you you know there's people if you're looking always at the sun you're gonna miss the flowers in front of you yeah at least have a conversation with the girl yep. see what she about Yep. So we see this. Ned makes the deal and then Ned helps Cookie. So the episode ends with Ned building a mop bucket slingshot. Timmy scares off Sweeney. Cookie slides by. Cookie beats the bell and luckily makes it for dodgeball. This is not a permanent solution. It's not. It's not. Like, what are you going to do every day? I guess slingshot mop. I guess that's what he does, but I don't. uh, He's failing, Jim. I think that's what we learn. He's failing, Jim. Yeah, and then we get, real quick, we get Moe's has created a wooden door locker, and all the boys are super fascinated by this, but they, but she does meet some some girls at the end that do like the wooden locker. You know, Moe's just has such queer energy, just such queer energy, but I support it. I stand. We like yeah. her wooden locker. Well, you know, like she's so confident. And the thing about Moses, like she is so confident in who she is and what she likes, like liking Woodshop. She never like backs down or acts embarrassed from it. In my, like from what mm-hmm. I remember. And like, I always did like that, that like the confidence from most of these characters, they are weird and they know like not with Moses, but like Cookie is so weird, but he's so Cookie confidence. I think he says at one point, so like, he has that confidence, even though he's a ridiculous character sometimes. Right. Yeah. It's awesome. And, and that's that's the first two episodes and two, you know, first episode, part one, part two. But we did it. Do you have a, a locker tip? Yes, I do. And this can be used in, in now adult world as well. For me, I think the big thing with lockers and they didn't address it really is like, I think 
utilizing and taking advantage of the locker and and using storage devices like mm. putting putting um what are they called like stands in your locker yes yeah, so you have little shelves you got levels yes because i think they give you just like one one locker you you you're just stacking books at that point use shelves use things to you to make the most out of that locker space and do that in your real life on your desk Put your put your computer up on a on a stand so you can use the yeah. space underneath mm-hmm. the computer. Vertical yeah. space, people. Vertical space. Yep. And do you have a character of the episode? What? Who is who is your shining star? Um, my shining star still and will always be for episode one. Claire Sawyer, future lawyer. We love and stand a woman of color who knows what she wants in the world. Like middle school me also wanted to be a lawyer. Like we stand the professionalism. She showed up, represented her client well, set boundaries, gave directions, and she ran that shit. No, you're right. Like I Claire Sawyer, whenever she shows up, there's just like you listen to Claire. Like exactly. You listen. Exactly. I think mine has to go from the first episode, and I have to give it to Chop Saw. I mean, he literally got a drill through his hand. I have to give it to Chop Saw. <laughs> And he didn't even like seem phased by it. He was just like, "This is fine. This is this." Yeah, is he was cool. like, "That's never happened before." Yeah, no, and and I love you know as we go through, I do love his relationship with Moe's that he kind of becomes a mentor to Moe's. Chopsaw, mm-hmm. Chopsaw is one of the good teachers. Kind of crazy, but but I honestly think they're crazy. Yeah, this yeah. is true. <laughs> yep, and I think that's our episode. Look at us go! We did it, and neither mm-hmm. of us is going to the hospital. Not yet. I should have worn my puppy coat this entire. <laughs> <laughs> next time, Tommy, next time. Next time. So all the ladies will know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, in the future, we'd love some listener feedback. And if, if you see us on the old Apple Apple podcast, you know, if you like what we're doing, give us an old five stars and a review. If you, if you don't, I mean, hey, do you? We're not going to. Five stars, a review, a thumbs up. Yep. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your uh woodshop teachers mm-hmm. if you have one yep and so for me and Jalen, i'm gonna say have a good day and let's survive the world